Victory 91.5. It's Rise and Stein. Good morning. We're on Facebook Live right now, so go to the Rise and Stein Facebook page or the Victory Facebook page mm-hmm. and just click on the link because we are doing a live Passover Seder. Ray Haynes is in today. Part two. Yesterday was part one. Today sure. is part two, the actual Passover Seder uh, in and there's all kinds of folks tuning in. Uh, Jim and Tammy from Dawsonville. Oh, hey, guys. Great hearing from you. Derek. <clears throat> Derek Jones uh, tuning in this morning. Hey, Karen. Uh, we have people from, let's see, one, two, three, four different countries now. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and seven different states uh, as far away as Just Abu- on Facebook Live. Yeah, just yeah. on Facebook Live. Abu Dhabi, British Columbia. Uh, we got folks. In the U.K. In the U.K., here in, in <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. At first, when you said British Columbia, I thought that was in the UK. <laughs> Please don't be mad at me. I went to school in Alabama. I'll take geography for 400, Alex. <laughs> Lower Alabama. One of the things that is so freshly um, powerful to me is, I believe, as quote Christians or Westernized Christians. And again, it could have happened when when the Council of Nicaea, you know, uh, 600 A.D. occurred. But we got so far away from saying no symbolism matters and no ceremony matters because we have this freedom in Christ because he he is the new covenant. Mm -hmm. But having this experience is not like you mentioned, Ray, to make us holier, but it is to freshly be affected by our savior in a whole new light and that's why it's important it it's good to have some symbol and some ceremony to not forget who we were that while we were still sinners he died for us and you know it's it's interesting when you're saying that i was just thinking you know for the church at that time so they threw out anything jewish and then they added their own relics so Mm -hmm. they 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 had to replace the symbolism they threw out with something else that wasn't real. Mm. And so oftentimes it became, if you go to the to Israel, you can go to every kind of holy site in the world, and this happened here and this happened there. But, of course, you actually know from Scripture it happened way over there. Right. But they're, they're holy sites because they wanted them to be holy sites. And, of course, now they have a lot easier time reading the whole Bible than they did. Many of them didn't have Bibles to read. And and so we we don't want to, in our own selves, add things mm-hmm. to to Christ. And he already gave us the things that focus on him. And so that's why we so enjoy this meal mm-hmm. and this time. And we, we we hope that if you've never been to a Seder or if you've been to one, this is obviously very much different. We're changing up and shifting things around just to show you that, you know, you don't have to do this thing. God gave this meal for you. Mm-hmm. It's for you to encounter him and how you and your family do that. You know, I've been doing this for 40 years and I've never been to two that were the same. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've written these for little children when Corey was small. We've written them for adults, for the youth group when I was a youth pastor. So shift it around and change. Just be open to in- encountering Jesus. Amen. Uh, Michaela was sharing, you know, the thing that really impacted her was the, when they first, that, 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 bread when they first took Christ and in, in, in took that it was that part of that is communion of the Afikoman and she said you know he was just sharing that taking that in and that it was like the crushing of, of Christ's body it was just mm. like how do you ever recover from that you know you can't ever take that bread that is Jesus and go wait and, because it changes it so these things are going to show you just mm. 
a million different ways. Mm-hmm. That's what profound. I even love about, you know, the, the matzah here. It's, it's technically, it's pierced. You can see the little yeah, holes sure in can. it. And it's striped. And when it talks about Jesus' body was pierced for our transgressions, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the symbolism. That's why it makes it... By his stripes. By his healed. stripes we are healed. Yeah. It's just so powerful, and it's that hard, picture of and him. It's hard to get that picture when you're having communion at church, perhaps, and you got this little The, the Necco wafer. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this, is, this tastes horrible. Taste and see. Ah. So, I don't want to taste this. <laughs> so, you know, it just helps you to encounter Christ in a different way. Amen. So this next phase, is, we call it, I call it the door and the water, these two symbols. Jesus said to them again, I am the door of the sheep. So in Egypt, this happened and would happen later. But the man of the house would look into the face of the lamb and slit its throat. I know that's a happy thought. Blood would run down on his feet and into the ditch at the foot of the doorway. So they had to do this right in their doorway. So he would take the hyssop branch with one hand and put the blood on each side of the door. So blood would run down that arm. He'd take the hyssop branch, put it down that side. Blood would run down that arm. And then he'd take it and he'd... Uh, wipe it on the header, and it now sprinkles all over you. Mm. So what do you, what do you have? You now have a door of blood, and you now have pretty much what Jesus looked like in each of those places. And so that's the significance of the door, as well as the person who's putting on the blood, because you are representing Christ mm-hmm. in that day in Egypt. They just didn't realize the cross hadn't even been thought of, wow. and yet all those symbols were put of that. Uh, so. You'll have in this in this Passover service four sides of the door of blood, four cups of wine or juice, four kinds of prayer. You pray over light. You pray over the wine or juice. You have the kadosh, which we already did, and the benediction. So those four kind of prayers you could have. <laughs> there's actually lots and lots of prayers because you have all the different things, but those are the four types of prayer. So that's the door. So the washing of hands also very important. <laughs> we had like two minutes left. I went, oh. Everybody go wash your hands. Because, what are you, my mother? <laughs> <laughs> because we're around all this equipment, so I'm already breaking every rule I've ever made, which is no food, no drink in the studio. The breaks are entirely too long. <laughs> what, hap- what happened to the console? Welch's grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> if I downloaded a virus right now, so I hit the trifecta. But we're, So this is one reason that's very worthy to change up our ruling. But I didn't want to be so crazy as to bring a whole bowl of water in here. So you can see if you're watching on Facebook Live, there's a bowl in front of me there with a towel in it. So it gives you the representation of there's different ways you could do. The most basic way is you, you just pour water over each hand three times. Three is a, is a number, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So that represents the, them, that your cleansing is from God. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Old Testament priests had this elaborate bathing process to become clean so they could serve but they never got that. The law said the unclean had to stay separate from everyone else. So the priests thought the laws meant that they were better than the others and mm. too clean to touch the unclean and hurting people. But the washing, of course, was a shadow of the Messiah who would touch us to make us all clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of missed that point. The Bible says Jesus got up from the Passover meal, poured water into a basin, began to wash his disciples' feet. Now, n- needless to say, if you if you just read the scripture, you get Peter in there, and he's saying, wait, give me a bath. <laughs> and you get, what? What's wrong with that boy? <laughs> well, he was trying to understand why Jesus was doing Passover wrong. 
Jesus was about to touch the food and serve it to them. So obviously you need clean hands. That always made sense in the Passover. But Jesus said being clean or holy enables you to serve the unclean and hurting people. See, Jesus was the meal. He was the water. He was what it was all about. God serving fallen man, rescuing, redeeming, mm-hmm. becoming their Passover. Mm-hmm. And the bigger picture here, the Apostle Paul wrote in Corinthians, a man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. So in Jerusalem at Passover time, Jews got ceremonial clean, ceremonially clean. They fixed up roads. They whitewashed the tombs. In other words, they'd go to a cave. They'd paint it white so you knew if you were a traveler looking to shelter in a cave, you didn't want to stay in a tomb because you'd come in contact with a dead body, which would make you unclean. So Psalm 24, who can ascend the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully. So at this point in the Seder, you generally wash your hands or feet. We already did that while we were uh, playing the song. So we don't have to pour water anywhere. Point pause. You know, when you were referencing the door and the water, John 10, 7 through 10, I am the door, Jesus says, of the sheep. He says, I am the door of the sheep. And I can't help but remember standing there over the replica of all of Jerusalem in the city of David in Mm, Israel. And as our guide was pointing out the entrances to the temple, you know, the eastern gate, the western gate, the southern steps. But then in the very corner... There was this one little archway, and it was where the sheep would have been washed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would have been cleaned and then, you know, led through the, the sheep's gate up yeah. to the temple mount to be sacrificed. Crazy. And he said, Jesus very well, I, I can't remember if he said would have been led in or led out of that sheep's gate because of the the way the geography sure. from Caiaphas's house up to the temple mount where he would have been uh by Pontius Pilate, he would have stood there with the crowds. And just imagine of all the places that that Christ could have entered into that temple sacrifice, he was ushered in. The sheep game. As the sheep. Hmm. And, you, you know, the symbolism, we talked about so much yesterday that uh, on the throne right now, there's a lamb who appears to have been slain. That is, he is that lamb. He said, worthy is him forever and ever and ever and ever. Mm. So this lamb, this Jesus is, is told to, to, is presenting himself still as this lamb. So uh, we have lamb on this plate and all the other symbols for the very reason is everything that we're doing is to help you understand Mm -hmm. what God tried to do for 1500 years before Mm -hmm. he came so that when he came, they would go, oh, it's you. They missed them, most of them, but it was there. Mm. Normally, uh, this would be the time where we pray for people that don't know Jesus. This is, wow, a, this is a great moment to take a a, uh, a short time here and pray. So, Ray, as you are leading this Passover Seder, will you, sure. will you pray? Father, we just thank you. <laughs> thank you that in each for each of us, you, you drew near, near and you revealed yourself. So, God, we just pray that you do that right now to the one who's farthest and the one who's actually nearest but don't really recognize you yet. They're so close, and yet they just can't turn and, 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 and see that it's you. As Judas spent those years walking with you but just couldn't see who you were, mm-hmm. that you could set him free. And so many of the rich young ruler got so close but walked away sad. 
And, Lord, we don't want to see people walk away sad or walk away without you. Because the one thing that is true is that the death angel, this destroyer, is coming. Everyone will taste death. And, and no one should taste death without knowing you, without your blood being applied to their heart. So that when they stand before you in judgment, you will receive that judgment and they will be free. And we can be free to know you and free to walk with you and free to live with you forever. That we can rejoice in you. And, and in this meal, we get to taste and see that you are good. And every aspect of you, what you endured for us, what you overcame for us, what you were for us. And, and Lord, you made it all about us. And it was all about you. So, Lord, would you touch souls right now? Would you awaken? Would you rescue? Would you pull them out? Would you open eyes? Would you just turn around the situation that seems hopeless and despairing? The one who's, who's praying for healing right now and, and saying, God, I want to believe you. Just bring healing. God, in the name of Jesus, would you touch that one? Let healing, let your virtue be released. Mm -hmm. Let life go forth right now and reveal yourself. Father, all across the Middle East today, so many will be sitting down to Passover meals at twilight. Lord, would you open their eyes? Maybe for the first time, would you just open their eyes and may they see you in all your glory. Lord, we ask for signs and wonders and visions as you walked them through the Red Sea, as you brought plagues to set them free. Lord, we ask for this very night that one thing after another would bring freedom and release, God, to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Good morning, everyone. Uh, you are listening to a live Passover Seder on Risenstein with Ray Haynes, Victory 91.5. And we're also on Facebook Live. So go to the Risenstein Facebook page, the Victory Facebook page. There are people watching from all over the world, Abu Dhabi, Wisconsin, Canada, <laughs> the U.K., Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, and so many more places. Just comment on the Facebook Live, and, and we'll comment right back to you. Are we going to find out that there's a town called Abu Dhabi? In Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe so. <laughs> Lanier Tire and Wheel.